0: Welcome back to The Voice of Gensuite, the EHS management podcast. In this episode, we're talking about the increasing importance of change management and strategies for improving management of change processes. For this episode, I have guests Mark Boehner, Monica Karsten, and Pilar Munoz of Gensuite, who all work closely with Gensuite's MOC manager application
1: and customers
0: to improve their management of change programs. Can you give us a brief rundown of your
1: roles here? Thanks, Nick. I'll go ahead and get us started, everyone. Uh, Mark Boehner vice president, and operations executive here at GenSuite. Um, been with the team for, for over uh, 10 years, and really that time has been spent uh, learning and helping customers deploy our MOC manager applications. So are really looking forward to uh, the discussion today.
2: Hello everyone, my name is Monica Karsten. I've been with the GenSuite team now for about almost five years, and really enjoy the management of change manager application. I'm looking forward to discussing this with you and talking about why it's so important.
3: Well, thank you. My name is Pilar Muñoz. I've been with the GenSuite team for four years now. And I think that from the very first time that I uh, entered GenSuite, I've been involved in the management of change process and the application in general. So as Monica, I'm really happy to be part of the discussion about the benefits and the offer that GenSuite has for this uh, kind of processes.
0: Thanks. I'm glad you could join the conversation today. We all know change is inevitable. The cumulative impact of change can be detrimental to an organization's success. Can you explain some of the primary types of change that affect organizations today?
1: I'll take that one, Nick. Um, so, yeah, in my experience, a lot of, the, of our, our subscribers and companies that we talk to, um, one of the key challenges they face with management change is making sure the employees know what a change is and really defining what that change is within the company um, that's a really key part that uh, I know our, our subscribers and those that I've worked with take a lot of time and care in to really make sure they have a very good defined change uh, for what needs to go through their change management process to, you know, for for something such as, you know, it could be changing a filter and, you know, an air an air stack. It could be down to even just, you know, changing materials they're using to make sure those still meet all the spec requirements. Um, it could also just mean if an if an employee feels that a change in process would improve the throughput of, of the product, that they would make that change. But in making that change, that needs to be you know assessed through their management change process to make sure that it's still being done as safely as possible and with the quality of the product uh, in mind as well. So those are are some of the key things from um, that I hear. Um, the last one I probably would end with is you know there's people change. A lot of talk about the you know the person change someone moves a different role or, you know, leaves the company. There's a new, you know, new people coming in. So how do you manage that to make sure that all the people coming in, uh, whether that be through someone moving on or even bringing in new folks to uh, really look at that organizational change as well.
2: And when you're looking at industries that have some specific or key expectations or requirements around managing change, there's definitely everyone would think of the chemical industry with, um, specific regulations such as process safety management. There are some specific or clear guidelines as to what needs to happen when there is such a change at a facility, at a production plant, or even just R&D. So it's important to have a process that will manage those changes as it relates to the industry and the regulations around it. It's not just chemical though, I mean, the medical device industry has some specific requirements to track changes in how the product is designed any kind of uh, material and um, pieces and parts that go into the medical device so many industries have requirements around the tracking and maintaining of change management
3: um no i think that monica and mar really covered what the expectations are about um the change management not even uh in a specific concepts, but in any industries that could really use this type of uh, change management options.
0: What are some of the biggest threats and impacts that change brings toward the organization?
1: Yes, I'll I'll take a stab at that one, Nick. So I think one of the, you know, one of the biggest things is the disruption or impact that could have on um, not only just the quality of products, but also on the operations itself. You know, sometimes a change could result in uh, a very unfortunate and catastrophic uh, failure. There's been several of those documented throughout history um, that are you know, very um, disruptive to the operations and obviously for the employees and everyone that's there um, creates a very unsafe environment. So the biggest risk is making sure that there isn't a business disruption, whether that's the products or the facility itself. Um, and then we're also looking at other, other types of assets the company has in terms of equipment, um, and just the, the you know, the, the environmental impact of that equipment and making sure they're looking at that as they bring a new equipment into an environment, making sure that You're being cognizant of how much power is that's going to be using. What's the draw of that. Um, also noise being a, you know, a, a key factor from an employee safety perspective. Uh, if you already have noisy equipment, bringing in more noisy equipment. Um, do you need some more, you know, ear protection and PPE. Um, also, just, you know, assessing PPE. So there's a lot of different things that go into you're making changes but um, i think the the biggest thing that that i've seen is is the business disruption and minimizing that Uh, i'd say the last piece um, that there's also a kind of a risk and impact is the financial impact Um, in some cases if uh, if someone makes a change to let's say uh, replace a certain air filter uh, filtration device and they've not done the proper spec check to make sure that 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 air filter is the same as the one they are replacing because they may have got a better price from a different sort you know from sourcing may got a better price um, in some cases if that filter does not meet the same spec even though it looks and feels and seems the same you could have uh, a compliance issue on your hands and compliance fines can be very expensive you know six seven figures easily so there is a financial uh, piece to this as well when you're looking at uh, management change and making sure that you do have a good process to look at those risks and those impacts.
0: Before we talk about strategies to improve MOC programs, what regulatory requirements or guidance are the most important that EHS professionals need to satisfy when it comes to change management?
1: So I'll I'll take another shot at that one. Then Monica, I'm sure you've had some experience with this as well. I think um, one of the biggest things that I see with MOC is there's a lot of companies that recognize, you know, as we talked about just the risks and the impacts. So they will put together a plan of their own to really make sure um, they've got a good plan in place, because you know, as the change process, you know, that can relate in you know, preventing injuries and preventing unsafe environments, and so that really, from a health and safety perspective, there's a lot of um, benefits, and they 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 have those programs. Um, and then more specifically, I know Monica mentioned several different industries that have uh, specific considerations in this, and and one um, that we've had a lot of experience with is is process safety management that's uh, comes comes from OSHA. Some uh, businesses do have uh, process safety management um, compliance requirements. Uh, typically, chemical manufacturing is where you find it, but it, it has been broadened in the past uh, or in the in the recent times here um, that really require some additional uh, checks and balances around their MOC program. And so that's that's definitely one. I know um, we've also worked with several subscribers uh, in Europe. There's several uh, European regulations out there that they are making sure they're in compliance with. Um, and typically, in my experience, you know, there's the regulation, and there's what the company's doing. And typically, what the company's doing is is far and above and beyond the regulation, uh, which is what you which is what you would want, you know, to do. That way, you are you are um, very, you know, in a way to be compliant um, with that, but even going above and beyond that from a, an audit perspective. So those are the the couple that come to my mind. Uh, Monica, as you mentioned, with the other industries, anything you've seen there that would be kind of good to, to discuss.
2: I'm thinking primarily on the medical device industry. Uh, I used to work in the environmental health and safety role in medical systems. And one of the things that would come up is preventive maintenance programs. And definitely when there's a replacement of parts, you have to have that detailed um, review of what kind of material is going to replace things. And that was on the medical device side of things, but anytime you're going to make modifications to your equipment, having that documentation, that revaluation, that review is very important in order to ensure the safety of the employees as well as the safety of the environment around them.
0: What strategies would you recommend for organizations to improve their change management processes?
3: Well, I think I can provide us some feedback or comment here. So, as Monica and Mark mentioned it before, it's really important to be involved in any part of the change process and have every employee aware of the uh, importance of this process because you don't know how it's going to affect a process, a product in general. So, uh, part of the change process is make every employee feel responsible for their uh, part of the process. And I think that the best way to do it is uh, by creating a streamlined change program. And what a way is to do it than have an automated process where you have a visualization across the team on each one of the phases completed, who did the uh, activities, what uh, it's pending to be completed and have a responsible person on each one of them. So uh, the best way to have a good, change management process, I think, is to have everyone involved and have a visualization of the process at all time.
1: Yeah, I would agree, Pilar. I think the, the key thing you mentioned is, is the process, and I think that's, you know, what we found is um, customers that have been successful, you know, really with using our MOC manager tool, it's taking the process they've established and really and helping them to improve that process and make it more efficient, and aligning it with their with their MOC expectations uh, from that perspective. And I think what people have found is, you know, things you point out, Pilar, where uh, throughout the process, there you know there are people that are responsible, and everyone knows who that is. So you never are you know confused on where something stands or who's doing something, and that that way encouraging movement of the change process, so things aren't getting bottlenecked and things like that.
0: How do you or can you prepare employees
1: for change? That's a, that's a great question, Nick. Um, yeah. <laughs> as i as i shared i think you know one of the the common um i would say challenges that, that subscribers that i've worked with encounter is really making sure employees know what the change is and i think making it very simple um for for the employee to know what to do um if they have a change and I, i've seen a lot of different tactics and some of them have worked out great where they will put you know everyone nowadays usually has a badge and they have you know a badge holder a little card on the back of their badge that says, you know, if you're making one of the, if you have an idea for a change or have, have a change, do these things. And it, and it lays out so that way the person always, you know, everyone has their badge with them. You need to have that to get in to access things. So um, there's things that, that folks have done to make this really easy uh, from a change perspective.
2: I think one of the main areas or main factors is definitely on understanding who's got what role and the responsibilities as part of that. So whose responsibility is it to pull together people to do the training or the awareness? Who's going to be responsible for evaluating regulation? So a management of change process really needs to have a clear set of defined roles and responsibilities that fits in with their internal processes. And then the tool itself is there to help supplement
0: and support. What are some of the key principles for change management program success?
1: This is a a good question, I think, especially for Monica, Pilar, and myself, since we've all had a lot of experience um, helping customers, you know, deploy our tool and and really getting and understanding it. And I think, um, you know, one of the the key principles that, that, um, that I've seen is there's um, there's a need to have questions and to ask questions as part of the process. It's really how you can identify the risks of a change and also making sure that um, as you're working through that, that process that the correct things have been completed and ready for the, for the change to happen. So you know, really where our, our application um, has helped people in the past is um, taking a, a number of questions that you have and allowing you to have Uh, More efficiency in that process where you don't need to ask the hundred questions or 200 questions all in one shot You can have a subset of questions You may be asking someone that then may lead you to ask additional questions Uh, one of the key things that and key challenges I know that that uh, I've helped customers overcome is They've got a great question checklist and lots of questions that have been asked and it's been built over the years of different changes and processes the challenge they they have though is now this list is a is a monster. You know, it's 200 questions, and when you tell someone you want to change something, here's 200 questions. It's very you know the person then very difficult, and they don't really want to do it. So um, I think that's one of the the kind of key things that we've seen is there you have the questions, but then what, you know with MOC Manager really helping you to get more efficient uh, with those those questions. Um, I would say the other other thing that that I've seen as far as you know kind of a key principle is the sign off you know, as, you know, as Monica mentioned, the roles and having that be an important part of it. And, you know, that's taken through in our tool as well, where you have specific checkpoints throughout the process of that change, where you have someone coming in to sign off or a committee of people even to sign off on the change, because you may have, in some cases, you know, facilities and maintenance, someone from quality, someone from health and safety, someone from operations, even coming in to look at, look at and sign off on a change. And so the tool really allows you to, to have those sign-offs. And that's you know, the sign-offs are, are a way to do some initial reviews, but also to, to make sure everyone is in alignment before something is changed, that everyone agrees that this is the right thing to do and that all the risks have, have been mitigated and all of our actions that we had to, to track, the, those have been closed out and we're ready for this change to be made. So those are a couple of the key things that I've seen. Uh, obviously curious for Monica or Pilar, um, if there's anything else you'd seen from a, kind of a key principle of the, the change management process.
2: I um, absolutely agree. I think the, one of the best things I think about our application is that it's very customizable by our customer. What is their process? What are their questions? And then we can help them tailor it and have that nested type question. We also have the ability to have specific action items based on how a question is answered. So it's all up to the customer to, you know, what is their checklist? What questions do they need to answer? Ask and answer. But then it also allows them that ability to identify, okay, if I answer it this way, I need to do this. So we have that capability with our application. I think another great thing is with all of that, one of the, because of process safety Manager, management, PSM, there is a need for that documentation So this tool allows us with that sign off with the approval, who reviewed it, who checked it, you have that audit trail, and you can close the loop on that and be able to provide to an auditor or an inspector. Yes, we considered that. And this is how that resolved.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think that uh... To have a processing change process in general could be a challenge, but if you want to be successful, you have to be clear on each one of the faces, what you want to get on each one of them, get the sign off, and get a as much information as you can from any of the responsible users as well. Because yeah, you can have this huge, huge checklist with more than 100 questions. But if you're not getting the information that you need to get the sign off, then uh, it's a waste of time. So that's why it's also important to have a clear idea on what the information you need and what are your expectations in general for the program to success.
0: Thank you to Mark, Monica, and Pilar for joining me. And thanks for our listeners for tuning in to another episode of The Voice of Gensuite. Make sure to join us soon for our next podcast.